If you're talking about erect penis equaling a one, that's pretty ingenious. Recorded with the most ill of intentions from Fort Worth, Texas, it's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence number eight, Sunday, March 1st, 2015, in the year of Baphomet. Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again for that no-budget podcasting style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Once again, joining me is my coexisting romantic companion, newsreader, and co-host, Shelly. Hi. (laughs) You sound so enthused to be back with me today on this debacle, this series of debacles that just string together and make one large enjoyable, somewhat enjoyable Mobius. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And for those of you that are paying close attention to the background music, for the first time ever, we have a live stu- studio, studio well, not, well, really castle audience here in the courtyard of Castle Fujiwa. Hey, hello, everybody. Hey. Yes, so from my left, we have Amber. We have our friend, and I'm sorry I didn't get your name earlier. Lily. 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 Liliana. We have Alex. Hey! And we have Kenneth. Hello. Yes. We're all nerds here. And I hear a door coming ajar to my right here. And I see someone walking by who opted not to participate in tonight's debacle but that's okay so i hope you like my new intro music i made some new exit music too but i am just glad that things are starting to get back to normal here and i am talking about the snow falling driver catastrophe event of 2015 in the dfw metroplex snowmageddon 2015 well, I have to say it wasn't as ba- nearly as bad as 2013, where there was two feet of cobblestone-like ice on the ground, which totally screwed up my bottom end of my car, which I no longer drive. Anyway, to make a long story short, my drive from North Fort Worth in the Alliance area to Euless, which is normally about a 25-minute drive, took me three and a half hours. And this is with me taking back roads all the way through the rich neighborhoods that are between here and there. So, did not make for a pleasant experience, but I did get to catch up on some other local podcasting, which was cool. But, <laughs> the only other memorable... Why are you rolling your eyes at me? I didn't roll my eyes. Are you... Yes, you did. Actually, hold on. Let me turn back on your mic so everyone can say that you didn't roll your eyes. This is going to be complicated, because i got to switch back and forth between yours and Omni mic. Okay. So, is my mic back on? Yes, it is. Okay. I did not roll my eyes. Okay. Thank you for confirming that. <laughs> anyway, so after being in... So I'm sitting in traffic in the intersection to somewhere in South Lake, And there's a red Prius in front of me. And she decided to get out of her car but while it was in park. Walk to the back of her car. Look at her back bumper. 
And then she looked right at me and said, do you think you could get off my ass so you could stop hitting me over and over again? And then just got back in her car before I could even say anything Were back to her. Were you hitting her? No, I wasn't hitting her. She said, almost hitting me over and over again. Jeez, I'm like, bitch, ever- I'm in the same fucking situation as you are. Just okay, get back in yeah, your car. Yeah, but the problem is, Matt, and we talked about this earlier. Oh, God, here we go. You ride too close to the back end of cars, and you also ride too close to the back end of motorcycles, which when we're in the car together, I'm like, whoa, 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 back the heck off, that guy, because you're way too close, and we're in Texas, and people have road rage, and they have weapons, and we could all die. Because this is America. America. I got my gun, damn it. <laughs> so I'm like... That's so hypocritical. And I'm see, a that Texan. is a perfect example of what I keep speaking of hey, when Shiner. I tell you... That's a good boy. ...that... When you ride people's bumpers, they get ticked off. Like, that lady got mad. So, stop it. Were you there? I have been with you in the car. I know how you drive. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) So, anyway, after three and a half hours of just... Of being able to get to my... Of the trip... That normally takes me 20 minutes to... 20, 25 minutes to get to my daughter's house. Took me an extra 30 minutes to get back home. Which usually takes me 15 from her house. But... I'm just glad that the snow has melted, but the one, the only thing that just pissed me off about it is that none of us expected any more snow to co- or ice to come out down on Friday, and then her school closed, so naturally I had to leave to go get her. Now, see, they all knew it was going to snow because I got a text message saying we're watching for Friday afternoon activities, so we all knew it was going to snow on Friday, but the schools were thinking that maybe it would come down a little bit, and... It came back down a lot, and so they canceled school in the middle of the snowstorm. I'm like, how dumb is that? That's more dangerous than just not having school on Friday at all. Yeah, no shit. I don't know if I agree with that, because if the, the roads, whenever freshly laid snow goes down, it's, there's more traction than after it gets run over for all. So, you know, if you waited till the end of school, then there'd been, you know, tr- roads traveled a whole lot more, and it'd have been more dangerous with the school buses. That's true. That's true. Sorry, I'm having to switch back and forth here. I didn't know Kenneth was going to speak up. (laughs) You probably should because it takes me a good second to switch from her mic to the the Yeti there. You may not have to do that. You could just kind of boomstick it like that when he starts talking. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess that would make the most sense since he's sitting right next to me. Yeah. Holding your hand. <laughs> I don't need anybody holding my hand. I've done this shit on my own since no, the first episode. No, he said hold it in first your occurrence. hand. Oh. Hold it in your hand. Holding hands. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you said hold it in your hand. I was going to say he's not going to hold anything of mine in his hand. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that he stays hands free. Whoa. I guess I dark. I made the I made the other 3 in here that are under uh, the legal adult age sign consents consensus forms saying that they wouldn't try to sue me over my content. I'll sue you every day of, my life. of course, <laughs> I have the I have the explicit uh, warning labeled on my on my podcast, so that trumps all, I suppose. Yes, yes, it does. Oh. All right. Well, before Mother Nature decided to be a total bitch Thursday. I had the opportunity of being a part of something pretty kick-ass in Fort Worth called the Wondercrust Movie Watchers Club, which is actually hosted by the Panther Island Exchange, which is a group... There's those damn birds again, son of a bitch. 
<laughs> anyway, it, it's, it's hosted by the Panther, Panther Island Exchange, which is, they're committed to, like, hosting a bunch of, why, why are you silly girls laughing? The yeah, they did. I don't think the mic's picking it up anyway. <laughs> anyway, it was a pretty kick-ass event. The local comedy troupe got up there, and they did the same kind of stuff the Mystery Science Theater 3000 guys did. They just put on a, a really bad movie. I think you slammed that. I think it's shut now. I don't think there's any question. <laughs> anyway, these guys get up there. And they do live riffing of this of just really bad movies, and it's kick ass. But the best, biggest difference between what they do and what Mystery Science Theater guys do with their stuff and riff tracks is that they throw in like song clips and like clips from like TV shows and movies that actually interrupt the movie that go along with the the, the joke that they're trying to make. How many people showed up? It was packed. There was like 40 people in there. Did they stay to watch your show with the confounded? A lot of them did, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's That's I was surprised. But it's weird because it's like everyone went outside for their smoke breaks. And right as soon as we started, everyone came back in again. Well, I figured, I'm sure they were like, since we're out on a Thursday. Yeah. Might as well enjoy some music. Movie trailers or Cinemasins. Honest movie trailers. Cinemasins? I know about honest movie trailers. I don't know about Cinemasins. problems with movies like everything wrong with toy story in 10 minutes yeah okay or, or the honest trailer of iron man that's by cinema sins it's actually pretty it's a youtube channel and it's actually pretty funny ah uh, cool i'll have to check that out <laughs> no but uh i'm surprised you're i'm surprised you're not familiar with mystery science theater 3000 kenneth oh, I know mystery science oh okay yeah I watched, I watched yeah and it, it it's uh it's clearly evident that these guys are influenced by all those guys mike nelson kevin murphy murphy bill corbett and but uh, no, but I just thought that was kind of cool that they put a that they do it live while they're drinking on top of that, and that they throw in like other elements too. <laughs> it's kind of the reason why I like Cinema Sins and um, and uh, Honest Movie Trailers, you know, because I've always liked the the whole taking the B-rated movies and and uh, putting their spin on it. And they, these guys they don't do the B movies; they do real, you know. Uh, mainstream movies but they they put their own spin on it and there's some things that kind of make you go hmm i never really thought about that but that's interesting yeah they kind of also like the gamer theory videos too the markham introduces to gamer theory yeah cinema sins also does video games cool i'll have to watch some of those at work while i'm monotonously typing in Line after line after line. After line after line. Anyway, but the movie that they were showcasing was called uh, Inframan. It was a tokusatsu movie, which that's those are those really cheesy ass. I mean, it's the same category as Godzilla and all those others that came out in the 50s and 60s. Nice. Uh, anyway, the dude looked no shit straight up like the Red Power Ranger. <laughs> and they they made so many Power Ranger jokes referencing that it wasn't even funny. It's like a almost like a poor man's Ultraman or, or a Jet Jaguar. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, but for what it was worth, the movie was like way too long and drawn out for the kind of movie that it was. <laughs> but you know, oh god, I don't even want to see that. I have no interest in it. Mom and Mom and Kenneth watched it. Oh, we watched it. Was it bad? Save your money. Get show. Get the Cinemax. 
Hey, I shouldn't be hearing that out of your mouth. Hey. Anyway, but actually, yeah, the, it was a it was a kick-ass time seeing that, and those guys um, shot the the name of the comedy comedy troupe that ho- that that did it is called Shut Up and Prance, and every last Thursday of the month they have it at the they have it at the grotto, and they just show a different movie every every month. I'd definitely like to go back and see see that again. Yeah. In other news, indie musician and occasional actor Leonard Nimoy died at the age of 83 on Friday of COPD. He was best known for his song, Bilbo Baggins, which I prepared a clip, but... Can't find it? No, I found it. It's on YouTube. I'll play it, I'll play it later. Hey, uh, wasn't he the guy who played Spock? Yeah, he was. He was Mr. Spock. Yeah, it was awesome that he played Spock. Here we go. After the sad is over, get a load of this, listeners. His big hit. After the stupid Food Network commercial. Here we go. Charlotte's a brave little hobbit whom we all admire With his long with height, fuzzy woolly toes He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins What does that remind you of? I don't know if it has splits. They actually showed a clip of that. All right, enough of that song. There was a song that William Shatner did. Um, he did a couple. William Shatner did a couple songs, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But there was one that was so creepy. Um, no, yeah, I remember HR Puff and stuff. Turn the monitoring off again. Here we go. Shatner did a song sort of like that, but it was a it was a famous song, and he redid it with his own um, little William Shatner flair, and it was it ended up being something really creepy. Marty Croft and Sid Croft shows. They had all yeah. kinds of shows, but H&R Puff and stuff was one of them. Yeah, they did that, and they also did the Land of the Lost. They also did another one with the bo- the Boogles, the Buggles. And they also did uh, S- Billy and the the Sea Squid, something like that. Uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. That's Sigmund it. Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Yeah, which was fucking awful. I couldn't even get to two episodes of that. But the Land of the Lost, that show was actually pretty ahead of its time mm-hmm. because it was almost like. It was more than a kid's show. It actually had some deep, like, sci-fi stuff going on with it as far as, like, how they think that they got transported back in time and all the other races that they had no idea about what that were, existed okay, in current times. What was those races called? Uh, Slee Stacks. Yes. Or Altrusions. I used to get so scared of the Slee Stacks, I would have bad dreams. Hey, do you know who one of them were? Because there was only three of them. Who? Bill Ambeer from... <laughs> When he was still playing for UCLA, it was like him and two other... Uh, no, 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 not Bill Lambert. Larry Bird, yeah. Larry Bird and two other guys that were playing for UCLA back in the 70s. That's who was cast to play the Slee Stacks. Larry Bird? Yes, Larry Bird. Jeez, no. <laughs> I'm off that topic now, but uh, 
William Shatner did the Mr. Tambourine Man. That's got to be the weirdest. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that bad. It really is. <laughs> I believe it. Man! He starts screaming at one point. I think he just stopped singing. Oh, God. It seems like something he would get up on stage in a Vegas cabaret and just drunk off of his ass. <laughs> I think he normally is drunk off his ass. That's the only way you can explain William Shatner. But I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't hate me for saying that. Yeah, Chris Pine will never try to fully replace him. He's just trying to take his own spin. I like his portrayal of him, though. It's I, different. I, you know, honestly, I do love the new Star Treks. Both, both the just Yeah, I liked him, too. And uh, I think there's a wider variety of audience that do like him. I know there's a lot of Star Trek purists out there who hate it, but I think it was very well directed, minus the the flares. You know what's cool is they would have had more if Michael Bay directed them. Oh, explosions! Everything would be exploding. And jump cuts. Leonard Nimoy did a a commercial with the guy. I don't know the guy's name. He played Spock in the new movies. What's his name? Zachary Quinto. He was in Heroes. Leonard Nimoy did a car commercial with Zachary Quinto. Yes, yes, he did. And it was actually cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty badass. And actually, he sung his Bill Will Baggins song at the very end of it, just like the first line. What is it, Alex? So, um, I was reading a magazine, or it was a couple of weeks ago, that Michael Bay is making a new um, TV series. I think it's called Black Flag or something like that. Yeah. It's going to have a lot of explosions in it. It's cool. What I've it's going to be gunpowder explosions. <laughs> oh, no CGI? He's going to go all old school pe- special effects? Yeah. Oh man, where are my notes? Damn it! I don't like having to use the mouse pad on this thing. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, he lived long and he prospered, and he had a su- very successful musical career. And he liked fluffy girls too. Fluff? Bet you didn't know that. Yeah, he liked bigger women. He didn't like the. He didn't li- like the skinny Holly. The the skinny. Wayfish women that uh, Hollywood could, Hollywood tried to conform as like what women should look like. He was totally against that. Totally against that. So did you know that know? Leonard Nimoy signed all of his tweets with LLAP for Live Long and Prosper? No, I didn't know that. Yep, he sure did. Well, he owned that catchphrase, so he might as well. Yeah. Well. Now, he had some... Uh, his last tweets, the very one of his last tweets that he had was, "A life is like a garden; perfect moments can be had, but not preserved except in memory." So a lot of people were very touched by his last final tweet. That was the last thing he said to the world. Mm. Very sad. I love that guy. Yeah, he was great. Uh, he, he was a. He seemed like a really cool person to hang out with if you knew him on a personal level. Yeah. At least I got that impression from the Zachary Quinto commercial with the, well, the, the car commercial that he was in with him. So did you know William Shatner is not going to Leonard Nimoy's funeral? I read that. No. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they, the two He's, of those guys were not on speaking terms. He feels really awful that he can't make his Star Trek co-stars funeral Sunday. Um, so he's, got, he's got some things going on with him right now. Yeah. He, go, he goes, here I am doing charity work, and one of my dearest friends is being buried. So, I mean, they were really close friends. They weren't on bad 
terms at all. I got a really yeah. cool picture uh, that I found on the net the other day. It was a picture of all the Star Trek cast, except for William Shatner, standing in front of the space shuttle uh, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And it was it was kind of uh, it was they were all it was all in the seventies and they were all young and it was just kind of an amazing picture to see with all of them standing there and um, kind of I saw it on the day that I found out uh, Leonard Nimoy died. Yeah, he and actually uh, William Shatner said that he loved him like a brother. They were that close. He goes, "We will all miss his humor, his talent, and his capacity to love." So I think that people honor people or you know handle death in different ways and I feel like William Shatner probably can't handle death very well and maybe that's why he's not going to make it to the funeral yeah maybe no I don't think so either because they have too long of a history for him not to go to the funeral so it has to be something else yeah I mean he does charity work he does he still and he's 86. I mean, makes, makes a ton of money doing uh, commercials, and <laughs> he's the price line, Bless you. price line negotiator. Yeah, so that gets him I more. love those commercials. <laughs> so, yeah. stupid scrim. Well, I was gonna touch on the story about Reese Eber. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I think you told me about it earlier. Yeah, the singer, the lead singer of the bl- of the local band out of. I think Indianapolis, Indiana, nuclear hellfrost. Here, here's my here's my thing on this. Do we? Uh, even okay, need this to better give be important because you've interrupted time? me. I know. Oh, I'm gonna smack you when we're done. Okay. Anyway, I'm the host. Yes, but do we need to give these people airtime because obviously they did it for uh, some sort of publicity stunt, and now we're giving them publicity for what they did. I'm not what giving they them did publicity. Was it was awful. What they did was terrible. It was. Sometimes bad publicity is supposed to be good publicity. Mm. I don't. I mean, it's up to you on if you want to talk about no, it. But no, I, I wasn't going to. I was just going to mention it, but about what he did to, what he did on Friday by disrespecting the gravesite of Dimebag Daryl Abbott. But uh, I think I'm going to leave this one alone and leave it for JJTM whenever they do their show on Tuesday. Maybe they'll see it the same way as let's not touch on it because they did this for publicity and let's not give them what they want. Yeah, I can see that angle too. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. So, you got news stories, babe? I know you do. I do. Okay. The first one I want to talk about. i got to turn my mic to the Yeti. This crazy woman in Texas. And unfortunately, this story comes straight out of where we live. A Satanist named Isabella Miroslav claims that she was impregnated by Satan, the real Satan, and is going to have his baby. Um, she said one night she was finishing her prayers to the Prince of Darkness, and he came to her and he told her to take her clothes off, and then he bred her. So basically, um, Satan told her that she would give birth and raise his son, And then once the baby turns 12, it will become president of the United States and create a one-world government. At the age of 12? At the age of 12. Don't you have to be like 20 or 30? You have to be 35 years old even to be president. Yeah, but once Satan's baby takes over, that's all it is. He's 12 and he's the president. I thought Satan's baby was already in the presidency seat. (laughs) 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 I'm not going to touch on that. (laughs) 
So he, this is this is Satan's way of controlling everybody and everything, and he's preparing the for the return of Jesus Christ, which will be in thirteen years. So she's saying this is going to be the the Antichrist. Yes, yeah, she's saying she's holding the Antichrist in her belly, nice. and that um, because of this, they have more power, and that they will be able to get demons and kill the angels and God. All right, that's uh, that's a pretty bold uh, to-do list. She said, most everybody else will go to, to hell and earth will be for all the people who have, set, have accepted Satan as their king and the animals get to stay on earth too. Uh, let's see, heaven or earth? Hmm, I don't know if I want to go to... No, 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 because uh, Satan goes to heaven. What? Because um, they've killed God at this point. He was already kicked out of their world. <laughs> How big amount of LSD do you think it takes for someone to have some type of uh, <laughs> crazy thought like that? I don't know. Wow. She's special. Yeah. The, now, it's here's the thing. There's a question. Why is she coming out publicly about carrying the devil's baby? Um, because, you know, Christians will be motivated to kill her if she's carrying Satan's baby. And she said Satan has given her superpowers that she can use against anybody who tries to harm her or Satan Jr. She can shoot fireballs from her hands and put up an impenetrable protection field. She cannot, She also knows how to do karate. Oh. Oh, Sounds like the government needs to hire this bitch immediately to take out ISIS. Yep. Well, I mean, I would think that she was, she was a, she's a fan of ISIS because they're kind of helping with her work. But. They'll brainwash her. Turn to our side. Illness called after a woman has a baby. It's uh, postpartum depression. Postpartum depression. Maybe she'll have postpartum anger. And <laughs> Who she knows? She fires from her hands. And she wants everyone to accept Satan now. Um, the evil one. Uh, and to invite the evil one to be their dark lord and master. And if they do, they shall inherit the earth and they won't have to go to hell. Why don't they just let the Christians go? The power of Christ compels you. Because if they kill God, the power of Christ can't compel you anymore. No, I mean, before they... I know. She's not thinking clearly, obviously, Alex. I mean, this isn't working. She's... I mean, if Satan... I mean, if Satan gave her all those superpowers and made her pregnant, I mean, wouldn't she just, like, be just go off for no reason? I mean, be in the middle of traffic and the pregnancy hormones take over and she just fry the people next to him? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I just think... Crazy lady. Yeah, then her hair turns yellow and she becomes a super saiyan. Then, going on to the next story. And uh, then? There is a man who legally changed his name to Goddamn. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dam says Christianity is a myth and stands in the way of intellectual progress. He believes Christians are incapable of reasoning through their flawed beliefs. So the only way to reach them is through mocking, which is why he changed his name to that. I have a question. <laughs> yes, this is a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know, the only thing I say to rebut that, you know, being a Christian myself. I, to rebut that? Yep, rebut. Rebut the DD. Anyway, the only thing I could say is, you know, all these people who preach, uh, you know, 
Christianity is uh, is opiate for the masses or whatever. There are usually people who claim to be tolerant of all other types. You know, like Christians can't you know can't go with gay people and all that kind of stuff. But for whatever reason, isn't it kind of ass backwards that he would say, you know, we can't see through our flawed beliefs, but them being you know for the people for all people, they can't just leave us alone either. Right. That's what I don't understand. I, that that's what gets me the most. Just let people live the lives that they want to live. If they want to be Christians, let them be Christians. If they want to be um, the opposite, let them be the opposite. If they want to be Satanists, let them be Satanists. But quit picking on each other. Just accept life as it is. You know, th- that's how your life is going to be. And I understand that in, in the Christian world that you're supposed to spread the word and get people to convert because that's where they need to be. But if, if, if it turns into you're harassing each other, then it's wrong. See, okay, the problem I have is, that, you know, even with, I have no problem with, with people preaching on the street. Right. I have no problem with that. But those who, who sit in front of abortion clinics, and now I don't believe in abortion myself, period, but um, the people who sit in front of abortion clinics or, or, or beat people up or, you know, tell them they're all going to go to hell. The Bible also says, don't judge lest you be judged. I totally agree with you on that. And so what business do they have sitting on a street corner judging people when the Bible clearly tells them not to do so? Right. So I, you know, I have no problem with people who are gay because I believe that that is their walk with their, with, with God. And it's not my walk. You know, I can judge him by he's a good person, but I, I can't tell him that he's doing something wrong because it's really none of my business anyway. Right. I don't know. The, the, I pulled that particular thing up because I thought, could, does it have to constantly go on? I mean, to be in people a ask the same question about our show. A true intellectual person understands that you have to accept everyone for everything, for who they are, what they're doing, how they are, and, and not to to get involved. All I can say is with these all these pissing matches between religions and all that kind of stuff, it all just seems to escalate. I mean, look at ISIS, for instance. Right. We Christians couldn't leave them alone. Jews couldn't leave them alone. So now they escalate, and now they're, you know, capturing and beheading people and threatening to burn children. It's for what reason? For what end? To what end? Why can't we just live in peace and harmony? Because we can't, and and that's what it all boils down to. Everyone has to have some sort of control over the other person, or it just doesn't work in their minds. But on the subject of ISIS, ISIS has let... I'm about to press the stop button. This is getting way too serious. You don't like this? Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Texas woman. Another Texas woman. Why are we crazy in Texas? Well, let me explain to you about this lady. She said her mother was reincarnated as a balloon. That's right. Uh, Alessandra Curran's mother was killed last May after she tried to rob a gun store. Well, go figure. Uh, Curran was so devastated by the loss, she shut herself off from friends and family inside her bathroom, only opening the door for her husband to hand her meals and fresh underwear. Really? Wow. Hey, fresh underwear. Hey! How did he take a shower? Is that the only bathroom they had? Uh, these are questions I need to know. Well, it is, it is this is Texas. I'm sure they have a water hose in the front yard. You Yikes. Know what I'm I mean, like, every, everybody has 
Well, here, one day through the window, she saw a balloon caught in the backyard tree and knew without a doubt the balloon was her reincarnated, reincarnated mother. I, I believe that if you believe in... First, uh, the balloon... Trauma. First, the balloon was light purplish. Lightish purple was my mom's favorite color. Second, it was struck, stuck in a tree, and her mother loved to climb trees but would often get stuck. And then they had to call a rescue, rescue crews a couple of times to get her mother out of a tree. Since the reincarnation, she said she she's cat? been spending a lot of time with her mother balloon, Taking her out to her, do her favorite That's going to be our next album title, Mother Balloon. Right. <laughs> That's a great idea. Shopping for socks Confounded presents yoga. Mother so Balloon. she's doing yoga with a balloon. Doing yoga. Okay. Is it like the medicine ball concept? Because I can see that, but still. I'm, I'm thinking, where's the punchline? <laughs> there isn't one. There isn't one. I think you're looking for a pop line. She says, I know it sounds weird to say my dead mother was reincarnated <laughs> as a balloon, but it's true. It's her. I can feel her soul. I didn't believe in reincarnation until this happened. I love having mom back. Yeah, she makes her speak. She, she pinches the end and goes, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, I, I understand if you believe in that karma stuff from like Islam or I don't know. I can't remember. But I believe if you believe in that. But it doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with this balloon. I think you simultaneously butchered like six different religions. <laughs> so listen. I'm just. I would like to know what kind of face that she painted on her mother balloon. No, the balloon is empty. I'm, I'm looking at it, but she says that. Oh the come balloon on! She didn't even. She didn't even like print out a picture of her mom and paste it on there. God, no fucking creativity. I swear. She said that her the balloon is slowly deflating, which she said means her mother is dying. But she is not worried Wait a because minute. she thinks the air will come back. Her mom is a fighter. She'll get more air inside her. Not sure how, but she will. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. Uh, wasn't her mother already dead and she believes this balloon is her reincarnation? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. So if you're already dead, then you can't die twice from the spirit she room. She thinks the, the balloon <laughs> is alive. Uh that's what reincarnation is, Matt. It's when you come back as something else. Mm. She has come back as a purple lavender balloon. Okay. I, I was thinking just a spiritual reincarnation, not a physical. <laughs> yeah, I'm Wilson! I'm kind of thinking if they're not going to get her help, then maybe her husband ought to sneak in at night and just blow that balloon back up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Put some helium in it. Hey, I tasted your mom tonight. <laughs> oh. No, it'll be a... No, actually, it would be like this. Hey, I touched your mom tonight. Oh, nice. Stop nice. tripping over my cords, damn it. What are you doing, kid? Okay, so <laughs> there is a naturopathic doctor named Benji Robbins who claims Benji. eating wild snakes stops hair loss and even leads to permanent hair growth. He we says he was, once bit, he was once totally bald, and now his hair has totally come back. Thanks to consuming wild snakes. Let me ask you something. Was this a commercial that Billy Mays did before he died? Nope, nope. <laughs> Damn. Nope. He, he, adrenalized snake meat has a special enzyme that stimulates hair follicles to begin hair regrowth, but the snake must be wild. Yeah. Why must the snake be wild, you ask? Because Why must the when snake you be antagonize wild? and kill a snake, their bodies are flooded with adrenaline, which creates the special hair, hair growth enzyme. Pet shop snakes aren't really afraid of people, and they're hard to scare them. So you have to eat a wild snake because it's 
full of that specialized scare enzyme. Okay, I got a question for you. If this is such a potent hair growing chemical, then why don't they just capture snakes and just like, boo, every time they, you know, scare them and then just extract it. Because it says that ones that are, um, in a cage, you know, Regular. whatever, the ones that are in pet shops and such, they're not scared of humans because they've been tamed. And they're they're not afraid, so you Sit have to get. Sit them down and make them watch Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, <laughs> and then extract the adrenaline or That'll scare whatever the scares a snake, you know. That'll bore them, not scare them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they'll make them fall but asleep. Maybe it'll make them excrete adrenaline, so his heart doesn't stop in the middle of you know. Something as a, as a defense mechanism. Maybe it's weird. Sounds like something you would give people that are susceptible to so heart attacks. So if you're losing your hair, eat some wild snake. I think I'm just going to have to be bald. (laughs) Now, my last story is about a tunnel. And um, this is not weird news. This is kind of scary news. Um, I know. I see. There is a very sophisticated tunnel that was uncovered last month. How big was it? I mean, it was big enough for someone to walk through it. (laughs) It was 33 feet long, and it was an underground pathway. That left no trace of who dug this thing, and it has to do with the Pan America Ga- Pan American Games in Canada. I've never heard of the Pan American Games. Is that like a small version of the Olympics? You know? Um, I'm not real sure. Kind of like the Hunger Games. <laughs> it's like the Hunger Games. I refuse to watch that movie. But what they're 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 worried because they're afraid Choo-choo that it's, a, it's supposed to be an underground tunnel for an attack. No, in Canada, it, they're thinking that it's an, another attack like 9-11 that they were trying to do at the Pan American Games. And so this 33-foot tunnel, uh, when it was found, they, they put, they actually filled the tunnel back up. And so now they're trying to figure out where it came from. Okay, I don't understand that. Why would they attack Canada, though, of all places? Most people don't even know where Canada is. <laughs> you know, you ask 100 people. You mean America Junior? Yeah. <laughs> You ask a hundred people where Canada is on a map, and they couldn't tell you. Really? Yeah, yeah. Literally, they they was on a TV show, and I have a lot of friends in Canada. Yeah. And they were telling, they were watching the show, and they asked a hundred Americans where Canada was, and eighty percent of them could not tell you where Canada was. Wow. Where's Canada? Wow. Uh, Australia. Well, that's that's one of the fifty states. Is it by Wyoming? You know. What? Well, I mean, most people see they wow. know that Canada's in North America, but yeah, you tell them it's in North America, they think it's part of the United States, it's right? It's North of America. I mean, of USA. Of USA, not America. 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 So, I'm just wondering, I mean, what, what kind of possible reason would ISIS have to, to, to attack anything in Canada? Well, why does it always have to be ISIS? Can't it be another or, group? What? French people against Canadians? I don't know. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> this is an actual NBC story as well. Somebody's trying to do something. Oh, I believe you. I just don't understand the purpose. But. Yeah. Ooh, NBC. Is Brian Williams reporting on it? Because I'm sure he was there. Good point. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, no. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I know. Okay. It was um, six foot four, and the width of it was two foot by ten feet. And um, it was opened on the forest side of a chain link fence. If it had been completed, 
Oh, if it had been completed. Sorry, that was the end of the sentence. Well, you got to watch out for those chain link fences. Damn, they're dangerous. They don't even think they don't. Ha they didn't find that the tunnel was linked to terrorism or drug production or anything. But I mean, they're saying that generally there's no criminal offense for digging a hole. But it's not just a hole; it's an intricate hallway. I mean, they put up boards and wood in there, and they created a ceiling. To me, it just seems. What are they doing? Well, okay, that's a well, good question. It's the Pan Am Games, right? How many crazy sports fans will sit out there and in in the cold, icy cold, you know, and watch it, watch a game? What makes this thing any different that maybe a crazy fan wouldn't want to break into the games and just watch for free? Mm -hmm. You know, you got people in Minnesota, you know, out there in their their fish houses going fishing in the middle of winter on top of a lake, just because they love that sport. I guess. Why, why wouldn't they want uh, to go into whatever type of game the Pan American Games are? I don't know. Hockey, the only thing Canada's known for. Or beer. Oh, and no, actually, also... No, I take that back. Rush. Okay. Oh, yeah. And to a lesser extent, Bachman Tur Turner Overdrive. Okay, so this Brian is... Adams. Uh, don't forget, uh, what's that? Robin Thicke. What's that goofy kid's name there? Justin was? Bieber. No, uh, okay, I hate to mention him. I think we should take this point away for that one. Uh, mm. Yeah. There was actually a petition where they had like over a hundred thousand signatures to give him back to Canada. That's right. <laughs> to deport him. Oh yeah, that's right. Today's today's twenty-first. Oh, of course, the underage girls would know. <laughs> okay, and I've got one more story. That it's Justin Bieber's just birthday. That I think is pretty interesting. Um, this year marks the thirtieth anniversary of the Breakfast Club. Can you imagine? Yes, I saw that. Uh huh. It John says, Hughes. Um, Forget you, even about though you me. may have watched it, you know, many times over, there are a few things about this film that they won't remember since they never knew about them. Uh, Molly Ringwald uh, played Claire, and she said that she actually wanted to play Allison, which is the one that Ali Sheedy, Ali Sheedy played was yeah. chosen for. It's the groove dance is one of the most iconic scenes from the movie, but that musical moment wasn't meant to feature all of the teens. In the original script, it was supposed to be just Molly Ringwald's character, and she said she's never considered herself a dancer. She was like, "Oh God, I don't want to do. I don't know about this." So John, the director made a last-minute change to bring the group and appease the actress. So that's why they were all dancing in that instead of just her. And at the end of the film, the ragtag cast of the characters left detention with a newfound respect for one another and a connection that was bound to continue. But in real life, there's, w there's one member of the gang Ringwall hasn't kept up with. The only one I haven't really seen is Emilio, she said. I don't think I've seen him in years. Yeah. After Men at Work, I'd stay hidden too. That <laughs> Uh, the biggest surprise of all is that while The Breakfast Club seems timeless with its coming-of-age angle, Ringwald just doesn't think it would work as a fresh film today. No one would have talked, she said. We would have all just been sitting there with our phones texting our friends. Oh, mm. that's so true. Yeah. Although I say, Emilio Estevez, I really liked his movie... Um, uh, no. no, where they... Uh, the Stakeout. Stakeout 2. I remember the first Stakeout. I don't think I ever saw the second one. I don't think 
the second one was Nerds vs. First one, but how many times can you say that about a movie? Right, right. And that's all I got. Well, it's time for public service announcement. Uh-oh, here if, we go. If you're a fashion designer and your career is teetering on the brink of unemployment right after you've put out a piece of clothing with questionable style, just have, one t- have someone take a picture of it and make a mind-fucking post about what color you think it is. After that, you'll be raking in the green in no time for all the millions of dumbasses who went out and bought it just to say what they what color it really is. A lot of people have bought that The dress. sales of that stupid fucking dress went up 300%. Why don't you just go burn the Fine, dress? I'll send mine back. God. <laughs> <laughs> just go burn all of them in a, in a fire. They should probably make that dress in white what and gold. What is the original color? Black and blue. Ah! I see white and Whoa. gold. I don't understand this. I see white and gold. Yes, yeah, so did I when I first saw it. But when you... something about your brain that messes with your eyes. It is. But if you go in and you look at the original color of the dress, and then you go back to that picture, you can see blue and black again. I'm going to need to do that because I cannot see the black and blue at all. I can see it. Well, you're just different. Well, you can shut up. No, when I first... Now, girls. When when I first saw the dress, see, look, this is the... Retract the claws. This is a good picture. When I first saw the dress and the picture... This is what I saw. But because, and what I'm looking at is I'm looking at a picture where it has the three different shades to the dress. One of them is the actual blue and black shade. And then they lightened up the screen. And so it looks uh, brown and lavender. And then the third one looks white and gold. And if you were on Facebook or any of those uh, medias, you could see the gold and white dress or blue and black. Because my son... He said he saw blue and black in this picture. I see blue and black in that. That's mm-hmm. what I saw too. I see um, blue. Yeah, I see but this I black and blue in every single one. I'm one of those people who likes those those little visual uh, visual effects, vi- visual tricks that they do. Dads, man. You know, like the staircase that always goes up by uh, is it Esham? Yeah, by Esham. Yeah. And uh, I love that kind of stuff, and I like the the picture of the pinwheel that looks like it's spinning, but it's really not. Right. But you know, I, I'm intri- I'm intrigued by that kind of stuff. But I can I can I can side with Matt on this to do it as a, some type of publicity stunt to sell clothes. That's that's just cheap. That's I just I honestly think it was a neat experiment because of the fact that there's the optical illusion thing. Everyone loves optical illusions. I don't know necessarily if this was a way to sell that dress. Because I don't know how it originally got on there. I know there were some girls that said they were arguing over if it was blue and black or white and gold. But I don't know if it was a publicity stunt or not. I think it was just random people. I think it would be interesting in a couple of weeks to check out Snopes and see what it says about it. Yeah, I think so too. What about Reddit? Yeah, fuck Reddit. I don't give it any time. I don't give it any attention. But you do Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's so much better. Yes, it is. Way superior. It's like 4chan. <laughs> Bulletin boards. All right. Well, Shelly, were, cha- were you a fan of the old Genesis game, Sega Genesis game, Toe Jam and Earl? Yes, I love that game. Well, guess what? Their original creator, who actually retained the publishing rights, currently has a Kickstarter going to make a current-gen reboot of it. I'm all for it. Where do I sign up? Go to kickstarter.com and search Toe Jam and Earl. You'll find it. Their yeah, goal is four hundred thousand. They've reached as of today one hundred eighty-five thousand. 
They don't have a release date yet, but they're really trying to keep it with a small staff. And I've seen some screenshots of it. The mechanics are very, and the way that it's presented is very similar to the original game, except, and of course, aside with having updated graphics, but it's like it's like watching Paper Mario. It's like the characters are 3D, but it looks like they're just two-dimensional from the front and back. Right. Looks pretty kick-ass. I would, I would definitely buy it once it comes out. Dude, I'm so sad to see Sega go. I mean, I know they still make some games. And yeah, they're still around, but they just don't. They're not in the console business anymore. They're not a first-party develop, developer. I think that they were. They were kind of ahead of their time in some ways. In some ways, they weren't. Sega. If they came out with a new console right now, I would totally buy it. They killed themselves on the console with that last one, Sega Saturn. No, the Dreamcast. Dream, you're right, Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I have a Dreamcast. The, yep, I did too. Without the, the, the protection. That, did. Uh, you have my Dreamcast. I used to, I used to have my own. Okay. Well, Stop arguing. Without, without the protection that newer consoles have nowadays, they just they, they were just basically giving games away. People were just burning them and playing them on the console. Yeah, it's just it's sad because they had such a great lineup, and to see it go just kind of made me sad. Especially since I grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog, and I had a Sega Master System, Sega Genesis. You Sega, did. You had the first system the, we played the, together. I had the Sega CD. You know, I I loved every one of those. Consoles. We played Shinobi until our hands hurt. Shinobi. The worst music, but it was great. I love the arcade version. Um, I heard some of the best games on the, um, the Sega Dreamcast were uh, Sonic Adventure Battle 1 and 2. Yeah, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. I used to have the first one, not the second. Well, I heard Battle was really good. Yeah. Is there anything you guys would like to talk about? Well, we only got about five minutes left before Mixler's killed. We would like to hear some female angst of the new teenage generation. Would you all like to say something? Oh, God, we don't have enough time for this. Can they text it oh. to Mixler? <laughs> right. Come on, say something about what? Anything. Tell you about, tell us about what it's like to be a teenage girl in these days. Mixler. It sucks. It sucks. Why does it suck? Because my bag made Because She I was asking the school. females, not you, Alex. Who wants to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to a place where you constantly feel judged and stupid? I just got deep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know, man. Do you ever... At- Whenever you wear that shirt, do you actually get asked if you know any of their songs? Yes, I do all the time. And I'm like, well, and I tell them my favorite song. It's an Aerosmith like, shirt, by the way. Do you know any songs? Do you? And they're she, like, no. And I'm like, she went off on this girl on the bus. She, oh my gosh, she I was did wearing go, a band shirt. She was wearing a Fallout Boy shirt, and I was like, what's your favorite album? And she was like, uh, well, I like this one song. I'm like, do you know any other songs? She's like. No, no, and I'm like, you are fake. Please stop wearing that shirt. Okay, now hold on. Stop. <laughs> okay. So first of all, you just complained about being judged. Did you just not judge that girl for wearing a Fallout Boy short boy shirt and knowing only one song? True. True well, that. Okay. So think about those things. Before became Christian, me and, me and Shelley, my mom would always tell us, you know. Uh, do unto others as you would have do unto you, right? That was never really reli- taught no, to us that in a religious wasn't, way. That wasn't even a, cr- a Christian thing. That was always you reap what you sow or... But mainly it was to settle arguments between me and Shelly because we, <laughs> we, we couldn't breathe or live without arguing with each other. But, you know... It's still like that today. What are you talking about? I, I, it's not my fault. She's just hard to get along with. That's a goal. Oh, God. I love you, Ish. I'm really? not getting in the middle of this. Really? She's not that hard to get along with, of course, then again. All you have to do is agree with me. Come on. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> women are always wrong. You've known her more than years than I have. Which means I have more right to argue with her. <laughs> you got me there. Yes. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right. So. Yeah. Just re- just remember. Just remember. That people will treat you a the way you train them to treat you, and b the way you treat them. Yeah, it's not only that, but you know the. It's not just your generation that felt like they were going to school and getting judged. It's I don't know what it is about junior high to high school, but. Sucks. Kids just feel mm-hmm. like they have to tear each other down just to, you know, get their status level up. and. It's like that in, in adult life, too. There's a lot. Women are very hard on each other. They tear each other down all the time. Well, she's fat and her butt's big. And, oh, look at her legs. Those look terrible. And, I mean. Yeah, those guys do it all the time. Man, Matt, sure, he's fat. And, boy, his lips are tiny. And look at that butt. It's so tiny. Yeah. They don't talk about each other like that. I know he doesn't really mean it, Alex. You don't have to back That's him up. That's why my motto is just punch everyone in the throat. We always tag each other about our <laughs> athletic prowess. So you just punch everyone in the throat because that'll, that'll solve it? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. That's well, thank you for your little bit of, of uh, insight into what it's like to be a teenage person nowadays. And your throat punching. And the throat punching. All right. Well, I'd like to thank I'd like to thank all of our live guests for joining us today uh, tonight. And if you yourself are local to the DFW area and are interested in being a guest, you can drop us a line at fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Or you can just send a message to our Facebook page. Or if you know me personally, Matt Thomas, you can send me a message too. In the meantime, I'd like to give a shout out to my other local podcast that I follow, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, which I have known for very many years and are all about drinking local music and other bullshit funky town podcast hosted by jeffrey the lord all about fort worth local music a typical dfw podcast who are representing the great city of arlington home to the death star also known as the at&t cowboy stadium and digital frustrations or should i say fucktations wow (laughs) (laughs) no no actually that they they've told me that I should rename this show to Robo Toonies Fresh and Freeze Flibbity Flobbity Wobcast. Yeah, okay, because yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah going to be so much easier to and then, say. And then the, uh, another one of their sister podcasts, We the Gamer, which is a grammatical error all in itself. <laughs> no, they're both really cool shows. And then the, finally, the Net Files out of Buena Park, California. Thank you for listening. We only have twenty three seconds left. Going to end this shit now. Red pants. See you next time. Shut up. Send all praises, critiques, and death threats to fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Copyright 2015, Fujiwa Entertainment. All rights reserved.